Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 346 and session number 106 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single Friday. And, uh, well, you guys probably know what I'm going to say next, right? I love doing these. I love spending time with you. I love listening to your questions, and uh, today is no different. I am super pumped to be here and to uh, to answer some of those questions. Now, those questions today, I'm going to give you guys like a little bit of what we're going to be talking about. One of the questions was about split testing. One of them was about ungating. And one of them was about enhanced content, which are all pretty important stuff. And I'm going to give you guys my thoughts on these questions that were submitted by you, the listener. Now, if you do have a question, you want me to air on an upcoming show and give you my thoughts, just head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask and do that. Ask a question, leave your first name, maybe where you're tuning in from, and then just ask that question, and I'll do my best to air it on an upcoming show. Now, I'm super excited, again, not just for this show, I mean, I'm super excited about the show, but I'm really excited about things that are happening, uh, whether it's within the Amazon business space, I mean, we've got some really cool things that we're doing in our own brands, and I'm really excited to start sharing some of those things with you. We have a brand right now that we've started from scratch, and it's a full-fledged brand, like we're talking like a front person, Um, we've already started building lists inside of that market, we don't even have a product there yet, but we have three in pre-production, we've got about two or three more that are in the development stages, and it's just really, really awesome, and I can't wait to see how everything kind of unfolds, and I'm really excited, if I haven't said that like a hundred times already since this this show has, has started the recording, but I am. I'm pumped about that. The other thing that I'm really excited about is I've had a lot of you reach out to me and say, Scott, when is the next TAS Breakthrough Live event going to be? The actual in-person event. And the last time we did this, we actually broke up into two days. We did one day of hot seats, and then we did another day of uh, workshopping. In a sense, it was like us going through a case study that we had built a list in. It was all about list building and funnels and all of that stuff. And we had a lot of people say, you know, we really would like more on that. We would really like to be able to have you show us and maybe build with us uh, our own our own little funnel or our own little list building machine. And uh, so what we've decided to do, and actually by the time this thing airs, it could be totally filled because it's going to be very small. It's going to be only 15 people at this little closed event. So it's not going to be a full-fledged TAS breakthrough live, but it's going to be more of a workshop, more of us in the same room going through the strategy, the technique, but also then building it along with all of these people. Um, And we decided to do it in my neck of the woods this time in North Carolina. The other thing that we're going to be doing is having an unofficial meetup in North Carolina. So we're going to do that the night before our our small workshop. So this way here, we can kind of get together with TAS listeners that are in this area or that want to make a short travel to North Carolina. It's it's going to be in Charlotte, which I know a lot of people have reached out to me and said, Scott, when are you going to do one in Charlotte? So um, that's part of the reason why we wanted to do this. Also, because I'm doing a lot of travel this summer myself, whether it's a family vacation or a speaking engagement or uh, my daughter's wedding. There's a lot of different things that we're going to be doing personally. So I figured I'd keep it closer to my home base, but then also be able to do an in-person workshop type thing. And uh, and that's what we're going to do. So 
If you are interested in that, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live and you can see details on that or you can look and see exactly what we're doing there. Now, let me just say that I am recording this after I've already kind of semi-announced that. I announced it to a very small list of people that have been to our past live events and I or that even have been interested in our live events and I'm giving them the first option to go. Um, now, it will be a paid event. It will be, like I said, a full eight, nine hours worth of us hanging out together and then you guys walking away understanding the entire process and having something built so you can start building your own launch list and your own product launch list to boost your products or you know boost your BSR or whatever. Um, that's what we're really doing here. So if you are interested, definitely check that out. I'm super excited about it. Like I said, by the time you listen to this and you go there, it very well may be uh, filled. Okay, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't jump on the early notification list because those people always get first option to uh, to grab a ticket when we do a live event. So again, just wanted to kind of throw that out there. If you're interested, it will be at the end of June or the third week in June is what we're shooting for. So we don't even have the exact date as the time I'm recording this as Scott. But by the time you go there, by the time this thing airs, it will be there. It'll be it will be public. We're pretty much. Uh, we're, we're pretty sure that it's going to be the third week in June. It'll be on a weekend, but the unofficial meetup, that's going to be for anyone. So anyone that wants to come totally free, if you want to come hang out with us for a few hours, um, we're going to do that as well. And that'll most likely be on that Friday. And then we'll do our workshop on Saturday. And what I'll do is if you just go to the amazing forward slash live, if you go to that page, I'll have the free unofficial meetup on there as well. So you can click on that link and it'll take you to the page, the event page. So we can at at least get a head count as far as how many people are going to be showing up for the unofficial meetup, the little meet and greet and the, the hangout. Um, so definitely go over to that link and that will allow us to see how many people are coming. All right. So again, just wanted to throw that out there, let you guys know again how excited I am to be able to do this and wanting to do this. It's going to be really, really awesome. I'll link everything up in the show notes to this episode, which is theamazingseller.com forward slash 346. That's probably going to be the easiest link for you guys to go to because all the links will be there. Um, And the last thing that I'm super excited about is our 1K Fast Track group, which it's our second group that's going through this. And I have to say, I'm just blown away at the results already. The first seven days before we even started the class, that class generated over $5,900 in seven days. We told them what to do on Saturday. The following Saturday, they came back and reported their numbers and it was $5,900 and some change. It was just insane. So it does clearly work. And for you you guys that want to go out there and try to earn your own money in the first seven days without even having a product right now, visit theamazingseller.com forward slash 312 and basically that's what we told them to do. It's the exact same thing inside of our 1K Fast Track group. So definitely go check that out. Give yourself that little challenge and do it and you'll be surprised. You'll probably walk away with a few hundred dollars in your pocket just by uh, looking at stuff that you have in your possession right now and just selling it. It's a matter of just what to do, do it, and then see the results. And it's all about momentum. You guys have heard me talk about that before. Um, Two people in that group already, and we haven't even been through our first official week, have already generated $1,000 each, which is crazy. Um, they actually, uh, they blew me away because we didn't have that result in the first group. The first group, um, we had a few that did, but it took them probably three, four weeks. Uh, but this is like within a week 
uh, within about actually about 10 days, um, they're already at 1K, which is insane. So again, if you guys want any information on the 1K Fast Track, it's closed right now currently. But when we do reopen, we may even make that an ongoing where you can you can come in at any time. Right now, it's a closed group. Um, but if you want more details on that, you can always head over to 1K Fast Track. Again, that's 1kfasttrack.com. All right, so let's get ready to rock and roll. There is one thing I want to share with you, my message of the week, and this is pretty simple, and here it is, all right? There's two words for you, movement plus patience. What the heck do I mean? Work on something, let let it happen, like let the results happen, and as you're doing that, work on something else while you're waiting. So many people, they do something, they sit back and wait, and then they get impatient, and then they start tweaking things that they shouldn't be tweaking yet. Perfect example is pay-per-click. If you're running sponsored product ads, and you're not letting it run 14 days, 30 days before you start tweaking, you're rushing it, all right? Do that, set it, forget it for a little while, move on to something else that you can work on, all right? So movement plus patience, that's going to equal results, all right? So definitely, definitely do that. It's something that I have a tough time doing as well because I want to always be kind of tweaking, but whatever you're doing, it's always a smart idea to create movement by doing something, but then having the patience to let it actually happen. And don't start uh, overreacting uh, too soon and start adjusting because you're panicking in a sense. Just let it happen. And one of the, the one of the biggest things is with sponsored product ads, a lot of people just, they want to see results like two days. It's just not going to happen. You got to let that data kind of come in. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you guys. My message of the week is movement plus patience equals results. So definitely, uh, maybe even write that down. That's, that's a good one to write down. That's a writer downer. If, uh, if I haven't said that before. All right, guys, so um, let's get rocking and rolling. Let's go ahead and listen to today's first question, and I'll give you my answer. Let's do this. Hey, Scott, uh, this is David. I'm a long-term listener and doer from Northern Ireland. I love the show. This is my second question, actually, so thanks for your help previously. Um, a quick question today regarding split testing, and what volume would you look for before you would consider running a split test? My main product gets about 50, 50 to 60 sessions a day and converts at 12 to 15%. Um, this is in the UK, so volumes are much less than the US. I know 50 sessions isn't a whole lot, but um, it's, it's okay. So I'm, I'm keen to start testing some variables, but I know that volume is, is the key to statistical significance. Um, would you want to see more volume than that? Maybe I should concentrate on traffic right now more than conversions but I would love to get stuck in and do some testing. So my question is, do you think it's worthwhile testing variables with only 50 sessions per day? Okay, thanks again, Scott. Hey, David, thank you so much for the repeat question or the repeat guest, that is. Uh, Yes, this is the second time that you've made the show, so I want to thank you for that. Thank you for being a longtime listener as well. This is a great question. Now, you have 50 sessions per day. Now, people that are brand new and they don't know what that means, that means that that's how many visitors we're getting to the listing. That's how many eyeballs we're getting on the listing. All right, so that's 50 you know, fifty people or 50 sessions, okay? So just to kind of clarify that for anyone that's new. Now, when you have traffic, and I think 50 is, is great. I mean, it's 50. I mean, would you like 100? Yeah. Would you like 200? Yeah. So should you be working on getting more traffic every single day? Yes, of course, especially if you're converting at 12%. 
Well, if you get an extra 100 people to show up at that page, that's an extra 12 sales if they still convert at 12%. So a lot of times we try to figure out like, what are all the products that we can launch versus how do we optimize what we currently already have? I think it's really, really smart if you can focus on those things. Now, with that being said, I think you have enough traffic to start running tests. That means what's going to happen is is when you have 50 sessions, you're going to have those 50 sessions that day showing one thing, and then the next day, it shows something else, and it just keeps flip-flopping back and forth. That's why they call them A-B tests, because you have a, you know, version A, and then you have version B, and then you kind of use that to gauge how, you know, it's converting with different elements that you're changing. Most of the time you're changing price. Sometimes you're changing an image, which I think I had Greg Mercer on not that long ago. And we talked about split testing and I'm actually going to direct you to, to that resource. Um, the, the resource that you can go to, and there's actually some downloads there on split testing. Um, there's also a, a statistical significance calculator free that's there as well. He does have a tool called Splitly, which that's there. If you want to go ahead and test drive that, you can do that as well. But there's also some uh, split testing one-on-one stuff, some hacks and and things that he's put together for the TAS audience. So if you want to check that out, I strongly advise you doing that. And that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash Splitly. Full disclosure, yes, I'm an affiliate. Yes, I earn a cup of coffee if you uh, end up deciding to use that software. But it's a great tool to do this because you can set it and kind of forget it and then come back and let the traffic kind of tell the story. And it allows you to kind of flip-flop back and forth without you having to manually do that. And he talks about that uh, even in, in these reports that... In order to do it properly, you have to do it at the exact same time every single day. Um, So it's really important that you do that. With only having 50, which I say only, it's still good, but by having 50, you're going to need to wait a little while. And I think your question was like, when is there enough? There really isn't one set rule, and that's why statistical significance, that's a hard one to say, by the way, statistical significance, statistical significance calculator, um, that will also help you do that because it'll take some of those other metrics and figure it into the equation. Um, but if you weren't going to be using a tool, I would say, I mean, usually like a thousand sessions would be like a good chunk of like visitors that are seeing that offer. Um, now, if you have a hundred uh, sessions a day, that's that's only going to take 10 days, right? And it's pretty simple math. Uh, if you have 50, well, it's going to take 20 days. Now, I'm just throwing out a number there. I, in my own head, it's like a thousand sessions. That's a good chunk of sessions, right? Like That's a thousand different people seeing something and then reacting. But there's also a lot of other factors that come into it. The day, right? It could be the certain time of the day. It could be certain days of the week. That That's why you want to let that run for not just two days and then decide. Even if you had, you know, 500 sessions a day and you got a thousand in two days, that wouldn't be enough data because you didn't give it enough time. Uh, Usually, I think uh, even Greg had said like 14 days is like the minimum that you want to let a test run. Uh, But again, that is going to depend on your traffic and all those things. So I think at 50, you're going to need to let that run a little while. Um, If you increase your traffic, then obviously that can, you know, make that time go down a little bit. But I would say you're at a good place. Let it run. Give it time. I talked about in the beginning, like, you know, the beginning of this of this podcast about how we want to do something and then let it sit and be patient with it. Well, that's where this comes in as well. You have to be patient when you're doing a test like this. And I think 
by being patient and putting something in motion like this, it can be really, really rewarding on your end because you can discover things that you never would have known if you didn't test these things. All right. If you want to test your price point at, you know, let's say you're charging $19.97 right now and then you bump it to $23.97 and you all of a sudden find out that $23.97 converts higher for some reason, you're making more money and you never would have known that if you didn't run that test. You're just assuming. Don't assume. Let the numbers speak to you. Uh, Same thing with sponsored product ads. The same thing. You have to be patient with this. Um, So I think you're in a good place. I would give it at least a thousand sessions or again, like up to up to 14 days. Um, I would strongly recommend anyone that's thinking about this. And and I think that everyone should be thinking about this is definitely go check out those resources, theamazingseller.com forward slash splitly and, uh, and just download those and, and kind of understand split testing, but then also use that calculator, even if you're not going to use the tool. If you want to automate this thing, then I definitely strongly recommend using the tool. And then this way here, you can just set it, forget it, look back at the data. And then it's going to let you know, it's going to let you know the winner and it's going to let you know the one that did better. And then you can just keep improving upon that. So I definitely think it's smart to be thinking about split testing. All right. So let's go ahead and listen to the next question. One thing I want to say about this next question, uh, it was a little glitchy on the audio. You can still make it out. There's nothing wrong with my end of the recording, but just want to let you know that it's a little skippy here in there, but um, you'll be able to make it out. And then from there, I can answer that question. I think it's a good question. That's why I wanted to definitely um, post it here and then share it with you and then give you my feedback and my thoughts on this question. So let's go ahead and listen to that question now. Hey, Scott, this is Rick calling from Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, Big shout out to you guys, uh, you and Chris and Dom, just for uh, everything you guys do and making this thing happen. Really appreciate it. Um, So I've been listening for a while, probably last eight months, and just recently pulled the trigger, sourced my product, um, you know, took all those steps and uh, ordered my product. And uh, <clears throat> I ended up ordering, you know, uh, did the sea freight, which I got really fortunate there because um, there's an awesome freight forwarder here in town. And he's really, really taken care of me and made that whole process as simple as possible, which is awesome. So I have my product um, kind of put the uh, cart before the horse, though, because the category I want to sell in where all my competition is majority of sales. That's in the. uh <clears throat> what is it, home and personal care, and uh, big problem here, that's gated. Now, I went through, and I've listened to your your other show about how getting on gated and that whole process and how that works, and um, kind of screwed up a little because I should have had my invoice split into three. Didn't get, didn't get that done, but nonetheless, I, you know, I decided just to go ahead and try anyway, and um, so I have my one invoice, and, um, you know, some other, uh, documentations, I got my FDA cert and all that good stuff. So I figured maybe, you know, maybe I can get in. So I tried it, got rejected, tried it, got rejected. I've probably been rejected like four times. It's like crazy, but each time I get rejected, it's, you know, some other vague statement as to why. So one of the uh, recurring things though, in these rejection process is they can't validate my vendor's address which seems crazy to me because, I mean, they're a pretty big manufacturer. They have 100-plus people. You know, they do $10 million a year in sales. You know, I mean, what's the problem with getting their address validated? 
So I guess uh, I'm at a little bit of a stalemate there. So I was thinking about going a different route. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if I was to say get ungated in that category for another product, something I could source maybe locally or within the United States, I am then good. I open that category for all products. So I was thinking about possibly just taking that route and uh, curious what your thoughts are with doing something like that. Um, let me know what you think and thanks so much for everything you do. Hey, Rick, thank you so much for the question, and thanks for being a listener. I appreciate it, and uh, yeah, this is a great question, and I just want to say anyone out there that is trying to get ungated into a category, it can be frustrating. Trust me. Uh, it definitely, definitely can. Um, now, you kind of said, well, there's it's a couple things that you might have did that you could have did differently before you submitted it. And yes, that's that's true. Um, but let's talk about your solution that you kind of came up with here in a minute. Before I do, though, if anyone else is uh, thinking about getting ungated, we did an episode, episode 212. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 212. The simple process for getting ungated uh, is, uh, is one that I did with Chris Schaefer. We break it all down. We give you like the steps on how to do it. Um, and we also talk about being frustrated because sometimes you do everything by the book and then they still come back and they're vague. My one recommendation would be get on the phone with someone, like call during the business hours, speak to someone there. Um, you can also request the catalog team uh, and talk to someone there. That might also be a way um, to talk to someone that can help you further rather than just going through the email communication. Um, but you really just want to be very persistent about this and um, and just keep asking questions. And then eventually you'll probably get ungated. But like you said, there's probably going to be a workaround. And I don't think there's anything wrong with this workaround that you came up with as long as you're not trying to launch a product that wouldn't get ungated for some reason. Um, I've always said that, like, don't use like something to get around something so you can do something evil, right? We want to, we want to stay above board. We want to do things white hat. We want to do things for the long haul, but you have a great, you have a great solution, I think. Um, and that's something that I would definitely consider because you're right. If you get ungated in a category, you're now ungated for all of those products. Like now you can sell in that category. They're just gating you to get in. Once you get in, you're in. Right. And yes, if you have products that are going to violate terms of service and all that stuff, you're going to eventually get found out and then you'll get you'll get your account banned or suppressed or whatever. So you got to be careful with that. But I think your solution is a great solution. I think that's something that I would definitely consider. And really what you're saying is, is maybe find something here in the States that's going to be easier for them to be able to validate the product. It would be a product that you would want to sell and that you're going to sell. Um, I wouldn't say just do it for this purpose. I would say do it so you can actually sell it. Maybe that's your second product that you're going to be doing in this space. And then from there, um, you can then you know, start to sell your other product that you've been trying to get ungated for. So I think that's a great solution. Uh, again, use it in, you know, the best way possible as far as like, you know, for, for good, like don't do this to try to sneak your way in. Um, I just want to stress that I'm not about that at all. I would never recommend that. Um, but if you're doing this just because you've had, you know, a tough time communicating what you're doing with, you know, with your, uh, you know, with your rep or whatever, um, this would definitely be a way that you could probably get around it. And I'm okay with that myself personally. If I was to do it, I would feel okay about that. As long as I knew that the products that I'm selling are legit 
and they're okay and there's nothing I'm trying to sneak by anybody. So I think it's a great idea. So uh, hopefully that helped you and uh, great solution, by the way, and way to come up with that on your own. And uh, again, guys, if you want to know more about getting ungated, um, the episode 212 would be the resource that I would point you to. And uh, I'll put all this in the show notes to this episode. Uh, So let's go ahead and listen to the next question and uh, I'll give you my answer. Let's do it. Hey, Scott. My name is Roman. I'm from Kyiv, Ukraine. It's in Eastern Europe for those guys who doesn't know. And my question is regarding enhanced brand content. Uh, How do you think, in your opinion, which option from the five available is the best working uh, for you right now? Because currently I'm using the one with a big banner and I didn't notice a huge difference in conversion rates. Uh, so I was wondering whether it is at all uh, you, so, so useful, taking into account that uh, I suppose starting with February, it will be uh, not free because currently it is a, in a promotional state, which is good for us sellers. Thank you so much and hope to hear your answer soon. Bye. Hey, Roman, thank you so much for the question and another international seller. I love it and I love it that you're a listener. Thank you so much for submitting this question and being a part of the TAS community. I thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, so this is a great question as well, and there's not really an exact answer that I'm going to give you. What I am going to say is you probably want to (laughs) test. So we talked a little bit about split testing. I don't think there's one set template that's going to work for everyone. What I will say is however you can explain either the story about the brand better and visualize that for people or give a visual for that, uh, that would be the way I would go. Or if it's a way that describes your product and shows the benefits and then the features, not just the not just the features. A lot of people focus on the features and not the benefits. Um, trying to incorporate lifestyle images in the brand or the, I'm sorry, inside of the enhanced content. Um, we also did another episode on this, how to use the new enhanced content features and why you should, and that's episode 294. So again, I'll give you that free resource. You can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 294, or you can just go to the show notes of this episode. It's there, and we talk all about the uh, the rollout of the enhanced content. Um, I think it's a great thing to have. The one thing I will say is I'm not really sure that everyone that visits your listing will actually look at the enhanced content, uh, depending on what template you pick, of course. Um, but the ones that are more like the description uh, down below a little bit, they're probably less likely to see that. So you want to take that in consideration. But I, what I would say is you might want to run a split test like we talked about. Maybe you uh, you have one version that has you know the stuff the stuff more towards the top. And then from there, you take that same content, but then you just lay it out differently in another design, and then you test that. Um, so you have two running tests, so it'll basically flip back and forth. Um, I'm pretty sure Splitly will do that. Um, again, I'm not 100% sure, but if they will, that's what I would do. If they won't, then I would run it myself. I would just go in and change it. Um, and uh, and it's going to take some work if you have to do it yourself, but I'm pretty sure Splitly will do that for us. Um, I'll have to actually look into that myself and maybe even reach out to Greg and see if that's the case, but I'm pretty sure because I know you can, you can adjust the description and all that stuff, and they're pretty much up to 
date on everything there. But I would say split test it. That's what I would do. And you're not going to really know until you actually get visitors to land on those pages. Um, I do know that your images are going to be something that will change your conversion for the good or for the bad. Uh, so you have to play with those. I think that's my first thing that I would always tell people. If you're split testing anything, it's going to be the main image and then images in general. Enhanced content allows us to then take those images or different images. You can't use the same images in your images that you have posted versus the enhanced content. They want them to be differently, different content, unique content. Um, so it's another way for you to add more uh, about your product, better uh, you know, description about it, benefits, uh, showing it being used, maybe the story behind the brand, like all of that stuff, showing a face to the brand, like all that stuff you're able to do now in enhanced content. So um, I would say test it. That's all I can really say. I'm not going to say like, yeah, uh, you know, version A is going to do better because it has images that are stacked vertically. And then the other one is more horizontal and that one's going to do better. There's no really one set template that's going to work for everyone the same. I think it's got to be tested. Um, so I know that wasn't an exact answer, but hopefully it gets you thinking about split testing it, not just wanting to know what one should I use. I would test them. That's what I would do. All right. So uh, hopefully this helped you. Again, I'm going to throw all of these links. We did drop a lot of links in this uh, in this uh, Ask Scott session today. So an easy way to find all those links and the transcripts and the show notes is to head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 346. Okay, so just go to theamazingseller.com forward slash 346 and you'll get all of today's show notes and the links and everything that we discussed. If you guys want to know more about our live list building workshop that we're going to be doing in North Carolina, definitely head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live. See if there's any spots available if you're interested. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, just keep me posted in the Facebook group too. If you guys are not part of our TAS Facebook group, you really need to be. Uh, we have just about, uh, actually just crossed 45,000 active members inside of the TAS community. And if you're not part of that yet, you really need to be. There's a lot of people in there helping each other through this process and supporting each other through this process, which I think is huge. So definitely go check that out. I'll, again, I'll link that up in the show notes. Um, the quick link is theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank, B as in boy. And I hope you guys can see, these are all free resources that I'm giving to you because I want you to take action. I want you to have the resources, but I also want you to have the support network. And that's what we're trying to create here within TAS. So hopefully you get yourself involved, you get out there, you get yourself moving. Whether that's the smallest thing, do one thing that's gonna move you closer to your goals or what you're working towards. All right, so guys, that's it. That's gonna wrap up this session of Ask Scott in this episode. I want you guys to remember, as always, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.